Welcome back, friend, to the Causeway Living Podcast, episode number four. And if this episode sounds a little bit different than the previous three, that's because I've got a whole new fancy audio setup. Big shout out to my friend Matt Thompson, who gave freely to me this beautiful microphone that I'm hoping allows you, the listener, to enjoy a next level audio experience with the Causeway Living Podcast. It was actually like a little beautiful series of events that um, might lead to another podcast or like extra episodes of the Causeway Living podcast. Maybe we start off this podcast by explaining that a little more and my past week with Matt. (laughs) I hadn't seen Matt for a few months. The last time I saw Matt, who I should explain, is the host of the Best of Belfast podcast. I hadn't seen him since earlier on in the summer. Matt had this awesome get-together on the North Coast. He'd hired out Hotbox Sauna. Big up to those guys. They're doing an awesome thing up there, mostly on Benone Beach, I believe, where they have this amazing sauna parked right there on one of the most beautiful beaches in Ireland, let alone just Northern Ireland. And... You know me, I like a bit of the cold water. So uh, you team that up with a nice sauna and going back and forward, that was just a blast. And yeah, I had a great time with Matt there. We said, okay, we got to do this more often. Matt had a trip away, he had a bit of traveling to do, but we planned to go for a run and sea swim together whenever he got home. And that was this Monday past. And whenever I was in touch with Matt, I let him know the good news that in the time that he'd been away that I had already put out three episodes of my podcast and him being in the podcast world with his own Best of Belfast podcast was naturally very excited for me (laughs) and uh, brought me a nice present down on Monday, this fancy new microphone. So every week I've been asking for a little bit of feedback and this week if your feedback comes specifically around like audio quality and how this sounds hopefully it's better than the previous three podcasts that would be awesome i'm curious to see how it changes the dynamic of the podcast before because now i've got this stationary fancy microphone and thankfully i've been able to set it up in a way where i'm standing and talking because i feel like it would be a kind of different thing if i was sitting down And the previous three episodes, basically I had a little lav mic, so a little lapel microphone um, hooked up to my phone and I would just hit audio record and speak for like 45 minutes, stop, and that'd be it. Zero editing, just put it out there. And in some sense, this is going to be the same. I'm just going to record, but it's going into the computer now, no editing, straight out there. The difference being whenever I had the little microphone hooked up to my phone and attached to my shirt. I don't have a actual lapel to <laughs> attach my lav mic to. Uh, I would like pace around the room and uh, in hindsight actually it was probably like kind of like one of those crazy homeless guys on Venice Beach who's like walking around in circles talking to himself. You gotta believe me man I had a really weird week and it's all about the consciousness brother you gotta believe me. <laughs> it's all well and good if it's actually being recorded and goes out as a podcast but those per Poor crazy people out in Venice Beach out in California, like, you know, they're basically doing the same thing that I'm doing kind of right now. And uh, yeah, it's not working out for them quite as well, unfortunately. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I'm deluded as to how well it's working out for me. Maybe this is like the recording of one man's descent into madness, but sure, you know, that'd be interesting in and of itself. <laughs> and talking about like the ramblings of a madman, <laughs> it's a really nice segue actually into the fact that whenever I met up with Matt on Monday he actually had like a recording slot open for his Best of Belfast podcast on Wednesday and said to me about coming up to Belfast into his beautiful studio in the Ormo Baths and doing an episode that he felt would really benefit his listeners and he put it to me something like uh, Matt and Scott's winter survival guide, you know, since I'm the Wim Hof guy or the, you know, dash and splash guy, um, you know, I'm all about that cold water, you know that, I've already said that in this podcast, and, you know, not just the cold specifically, but uh, Mr. Causeway Living's all about all the areas of 
like looking after your health, those small steps that you can take each day to improve your overall health and well-being, whether it's how you breathe, how you move, uh, how you hydrate yourself and your nutrition, sleeping and community, being out in nature, all sorts of aspects. So I think Matt was hoping to tap into a bit of that, like some practical stuff have me on the podcast and share some stuff that people would feel better by integrating into their life over the winter months when naturally there's less sunlight so you know things like seasonal affective disorder comes into play where people feel low mood because of less sunlight and less vitamin d and you know the intention was to have this winter survival guide practical steps here's how to approach it so i thought cool okay that's a nice idea i'll give it a bit of thought before wednesday come up to Belfast and we'll do this nice uh, straightforward podcast (laughs) and like from the get-go it started (laughs) taking a left turn so um, as Matt said at the start of the podcast I generally have a, a way of looking things in life a little bit differently and uh instead of taking this thing is like a winter survival guide as like the winter being this shitty season that you have to survive through (laughs) my kind of take on it was like well how about if we just look at how to thrive in that time of the year and rather than it being this bad thing to move through and get through you know how about we look at it as we are part of nature moving into a time of slowing down and what awesome things are there in the process of slowing down in that time of the year so maybe looking at like inward practices and instead of like going out and hitting it hard exercise wise and uh, like cutting yourself a little bit of slack if you are eating in a more seasonal way so like starchy root vegetables instead of you know salads and yeah, the conversation, thanks to the fact that Matt is kind of a weirdo too, <laughs> in the most beautiful way, um, didn't just, uh, you know, look at this uh, seeing human as a part of nature, but we like naturally went from there into exploring some much bigger themes and consciousness in general. <laughs> and at some point, in the podcast like it was really going on for quite a long time as well um matt mentioned that it had quite um quite vastly diverted from the original intention and become some esoteric ramble (laughs) between two two interesting individuals which is probably a kind way to put it sounds better than a couple of weirdos and uh yeah at the end of the podcast uh, matt very kindly gave a, a plug to this podcast the causeway living podcast and asked me you know what i would how i would describe it to anyone listening <laughs> given what he'd said the the line that came out of my mouth was something to the effect of well if you like esoteric ramblings <laughs> the causeway living podcast is the podcast for you and after the recording you know we both uh probably didn't really know how to feel about it at the end it was like an awesome conversation but i think we were both like uh are people gonna be into this <laughs> like almost two hours of like talking about I think everything from maybe like psychedelics to um, the burning bush and from the Bible and the nature of the self and consciousness as I am and awareness and looking at it from the point of view from Hinduism and Christianity and, uh, you know, like I said, getting quite far removed from uh, Winter Survival Guide. Um, but you know we we enjoyed it and both of us listened to it back afterwards and felt like you know what that was so good (laughs) this is exactly the sort of thing that I would be listening to as a somebody consuming the content rather than you know just a creator and you know we felt like actually maybe there's something to do in this on a more regular basis 
you know whether that we haven't figured this out fully yet maybe like a monthly podcast with the two of us and maybe it's just released on matt's best of belfast podcast and maybe it's also released on the causeway living podcast stream just this like extra bonus episode each month maybe it has its own separate podcast esoteric ramblings with matt and scott (laughs) it's just like another window to dive into this uh, self-expression that uh, this podcast is all about for me and it's different because this podcast I feel is going to be more oriented around like my week-to-week experience and what I'm learning on the journey like living the path causeway living but with Matt, it is subtly different because we come from very different backgrounds and have very different life experiences. But have like meandered our way to like some very, very similar opinions, which to me is like a real hallmark of truth in life. If very different people come to the same conclusions about some of the really big picture things. And it's not just two people. It's like, oh yeah, you know, like this guy in India 1500 years ago had written the same thing. And oh yeah, that's actually also the same thing in Christianity. (laughs) And, you know, oh yeah, you know what? Like the Hindus also have something like this. Um, Yeah, we both have like these different pools of knowledge and life experience. And, you know, he's just a funny and entertaining guy as well. Very experienced with his podcast. And the best of Belfast podcast is, is awesome so you know little plug here for best of belfast as well not just the upcoming episode that i'm on but uh hey if you want more of me (laughs) if this ain't enough for you there's actually two previous episodes that i'm on the best of belfast podcast we figured out actually as i was entering the studio i was the first third timer on the best of belfast uh which is pretty hilarious considering i'm not from belfast (laughs) Uh, but the original podcast I did with Matt was years ago and it was probably something similar-ish to what were the first two episodes of the Causeway Living podcast and by that I mean just like a covering of my story and what I was doing with Causeway Living but you know maybe that'd be interesting to listen to given how much has changed in the past few years (laughs) and then near the start of all the lockdowns early 2020 Matt was doing a series called Quarantine Phone Calls and had me on to do a little podcast that was basically like, you know, how to get through these periods of isolation, Uh, given that I have had periods in my life where I've been very isolated and a big thing to do with Causeway Living is community. Um, So that was probably, (laughs) that conversation actually did kind of go more to plan. That that worked quite nicely. You know, I kind of stuck to the the linear, you know, like, oh, you could do this or you could do that. And this thing is good. Um, But (laughs) it goes to show, I guess, my own development or growth or however you want to perceive it. Uh, From the last year and a half plus, that we tried to do something relatively similar, like a little guide and suggested tips. And this time it just like went way, way off left field. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you're into this podcast and you're into like the weirder side of it, I think you'd really enjoy it. So uh, keep posted to the Causeway Living social media platforms. I'm going to plug that podcast and let you know where you can get it. But you could actually just go and follow the Best of Belfast podcast right now and listen to some of the awesome episodes Matt's already put out there with other people too. Very interesting guests and really diverse range of guests. Like you'll hear lots of things on there that are nothing to do with anything that I would talk about here, but in the best possible way. And yeah, you'll get to listen to esoteric ramblings with matt and scott (laughs) episode zero pilot episode i don't really know um hey you know what like it might not be a regular thing going forward but uh my intuition tells me that there's something good in that and it feels like it's definitely not the last you'll hear of matt and scott on the mic so once again big up matt thank you for this (laughs) thank you for this microphone which (laughs) It's the longest thank you for a microphone possibly ever, but hey, you know, it's pretty much uh, a good insight into 
this like ramblings part of uh, of the podcast <laughs> and, and Matt actually had a really interesting take on that which uh, I might save for a future podcast but this idea of different ancient people's uh, mind working in different ways different cultures and um, this idea that like you know there's a standard linear like forward and he put across the idea that's like a greco-roman type um this you know linear going forward story uh structure and the way my, people's minds work like that and it's actually more like a, a jewish uh cultural mindset to like be more rambling but like loop around again and again and come back full circle to these points but like meander around and um pick up little interesting side things along the way but ultimately come back to to a beautiful point and um yeah that feels <laughs> very accurate to what i'm all about and yeah hopefully you're enjoying that through this podcast and any future ones that i may do with matt so that uh yeah it's just been a, another interesting week of following those uh, synchronicities you know that wasn't planned uh, i'd planned to meet up with uh, matt and he brought me this microphone and he said like come uh do this podcast if you fancy it i turn up there follow the breadcrumbs we record this weird podcast that matt's gonna put out and uh yeah you're gonna get to find out how that breadcrumb trail develops in the coming weeks because i'll just keep sharing that on here as much as this podcast does continue to be just like my weekly weird experiences i'm talking about weird experiences uh i do feel very justified in having a podcast about that because <laughs> let me tell you the last week has been as usual uh weird <laughs> in a good way you know um the some of the meditations that i have dived into in the past week have challenged what i believed possible through the medium of meditation i specifically had recently been listening to some guided meditations and also doing my own silent meditations as well but a good friend of mine recommended the waking up app by sam harris so it was my good friend ryan dempsey had recommended that app to me quite some time ago now and i'd actually had that app when it was first released what must be maybe a couple of years ago now and thought it was amazing um you know sam harris is a really interesting guy and actually like there's a lot more depth to his work than i'd probably previously perceived uh, he's also got a very good book called waking up that uh, funny enough i actually read on the way to peru when i was flying out there <laughs> uh, so this meditation app was great but uh, i didn't keep up the subscription when i first had it and ryan recommended that i listen to it and it's been brilliant you know they have this thing called moments through the app and it's this like little daily um insight and uh you know it, it'll condense it down into like a little sentence which um i'm just pick, gonna pick up my phone here and see what today's moment is mindfulness allows you to experience your life in the present without ruminating about the past okay well that one's not specifically particularly mind-blowing but you know it's accurate and uh, normally they're they're a fair bit deeper than that but even better you know you can click on this like little um sentence this moment and it'll take you to a little one minute video audio thing by sam harris and he'll go a little bit deeper into that and it's always like very relevant to my life experiences just because he's talking about like the deepest stuff really and that's um that's what i'm kind of focusing on in in my life in this moment and also it's very good app for me as well because the his like perception and view of consciousness um is really basically completely aligned to what i feel i've concluded through my own experiences as well and my, the only th the things that i've read too uh it's very much based in like this non-dual idea of all things are one thing and that really there actually is no self <laughs> that everything's just happening in awareness 
which is a really big heavy thing to get your head around but he does a really beautiful job of like unpacking that in a really digestible way with this 28 day introduction to meditation and I've been following these daily meditations and uh, there was a, a really uh, interesting one where Sam was guiding you to observe an object with your eyes open in the room and notice that it seems like there is a you and there is an object so there's an object to be observed and you're the observer and then whenever he snaps his fingers he gets you to see if you can observe the observer so see if you can find like what's looking at the thing and ultimately the idea kind of being that you know you can't see that there is no <laughs> there really is no observer if you really get into it and uh you know if you do that but like let go of that grasping uh, after the click of the fingers it can almost like trick you into this like real stillness place of no self and i found that really profound it was a really interesting practice and cue and like i said i've been doing these meditations but also like my own meditations whether it's just silent meditation with eyes closed but often like out in nature as well and one morning i went on my usual morning meandering long barefoot walk and followed my intuition to go down off the coast um towards the sea uh, off the main path and take a seat on the rocks found this really nice place that i could just watch the lighthouse from across the lock and on every flash i would use it like sam's click of the fingers and keep pushing myself like back into witness the observer which isn't there <laughs> and uh, ultimately you know like this is a process of sitting and uh, doing this and um eventually ultimately where i'm going with this was i got to a place that was very similar to a psychedelic experience in terms of visual hallucination and this is like a big weird thing to share because like i choked earlier on the podcast like uh, the Causeway Living podcast, one man's descent into madness <laughs> on a weekly basis. Listen in now. Um, you know, this can be perceived in this way. Like I'm talking about having visual hallucinations through meditation. And it doesn't concern me in any particular way because like in the, in any instant, almost like out of my control, if I started thinking, that would disappear instantly. But if I could really get into this meditative space of no observer, one thing, all things, uh, it, it almost became everything, like the, the boundaries between things started to drift away. So I was looking out towards the sea and there was these rocks in front of me, and but it was all really just shapes, all one thing, constantly moving. And... Uh, kind of fuzzy because I had a really soft focus so like really peripheral and I must have been a pretty deep parasympathetic rest and digest kind of place or relatively balanced you know because that requires some focus too but you know on a whenever I was treated with the plant medicine Huachuma in the Amazon you know there's a strong psychedelic experience that comes from that you know there's a, a a hallucinogen in the medicine and one of my experiences was to be able to like look at the trees and I'm going to say <laughs> see them breathing um, for anyone who's ever had that kind of experience they'll know what I'm talking about if you haven't had that kind of experience I'm actually not really sure there are any words that will adequately describe what that's like but you know you could kind of say it's almost like there's like a visual rippling of the thing that seems like it's breathing and I was having this with the rocks, sitting out and doing my meditation. And they were, the rocks were breathing. Yep, I said it. <laughs> the rocks were breathing. And uh, 
and I would catch that and I'd be like, whoa. And then in the moment of, whoa, uh, it would take me out of it instantly because the self is back observing the rocks breathing. <laughs> and, um, you know, I would then be back to like, okay, you know, just sink back into the meditation, use the lighthouse if it's useful. But, uh, you know, I would sink into these periods of at least minutes, maybe longer, um, of being in a space where the rocks were breathing. And it's not really just about like the the that happening, that like visual distortion. It was the feeling, again, not of witnessing this distortion, but this like embodied feeling of like, it is one thing. It really is one thing. Like, I am, I am. That's it. The birds, the sea, me, the tree, all the things that rhyme, you see. <laughs> they all just are. It's all just one thing. And, uh, you know, like this, I mean, from even the a reductionist scientific point of view, I love that like the forefront of modern physics comes to the same conclusion. Like basically the universe, everything is just atom soup. You know, it's just all atoms and you know, any perceived separation or boundaries. Um, you know, you really could start to come back to say our stories and illusory. And you know, these, are, these are some of the topics that we start to get into on in the esoteric ramble podcast and something I may explore further in future episodes of this podcast but the stories are still relevant the stories are important and i feel it's like through our own stories we learn to embody this knowledge that the stories aren't real and that it is all one thing and it feels like the more i walk down the path of embodying the knowledge that all things are one thing my life becomes more enjoyable and more weird <laughs> and uh, yeah moves in mysterious ways um, because it leads me quite nicely on to uh, another very weird circumstance that happened uh, towards the end of the week past and I had just been to lunch with uh, my girlfriend and we decided to go for a short walk down the pier in Bangor after having some food before going our separate ways. We had a really nice time together and uh, that was great. You know, Holly's a super interesting person who I love the fact that she has this thing that I have also, this like awareness of the little things. So, um, you know, paying attention to like what a bird is doing or uh, like finding some weird mushroom in the forest and uh, like this childlike sense of curiosity that is present in all my best friends, <laughs> you know, like all my best friends could just go on a walk and just observe what's around them and have the time of their life and like, whoa, did you see this thing? That was cool. Yeah. And yeah, you get it. We were having one of those walks of just looking what was around us and enjoying the the environment that we were moving through but on the way back something very very surreal uh, <laughs> happened we walked past uh, an older lady who was fishing on her own which straight off the bat is a bit unusual and you know like there's no space for political correctness in this podcast you know i'm just gonna say what i'm saying here <laughs> i don't really really care if like this uh isn't appropriate but i'm just observing uh what i notice in the world and what i notice in the world is there's more male fishermen than female fishermen that doesn't seem like a big stretch but you know there's i suppose probably a little bit of fear in <laughs> making those kind of statements nowadays like around the whole uh cancel culture and like you can't say that everyone has the right to do it and being misunderstood so uh, yeah, disclaimer, I'm just going to speak here and whatever, <laughs> let the chips fall where they may. Uh, so yeah, we passed this older lady fishing and that struck me as weird because like, oh, that's funny. You don't generally see an older lady on her own fishing. And we walked past and then there was like kind of a commotion coming from this lady. 
and uh, she seemed to be shouting at the sea, <laughs> which, uh, <clears throat> like, who am I to judge? I'm just talking into a microphone right now uh, on my own, <laughs> rambling in an esoteric way. Um, but she was shouting at the sea, and actually turns out she was shouting at a bird. Uh, her fishing line, the hook got caught in a bird's wing, and this poor bird was like meh, 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 freaking out, and she was like, oh, stop making a fuss, settle down, shouting at this bird. And I was like, kind of, like, it made anger arise in me. It's like, how about I go, how about I go, like, put a fish hook through your bat wing and see if I use squawk and I'll tell you to chill out. So, <laughs> I was already, like, not feeling great about this lady uh, who just hooked a, a poor bird through the wing. And, like, she was a quite a small, stocky lady and winding this thing in. And, uh, you know, brought it right up to the edge of the pier and was like reeling it up to what must be at least about 12 foot drop from the pier down into the water, pulling this thing up by its wing uh, with a fish hook through it. And she starts shouting over to us like, oh, I'm going to need your help to get the fish hook out. Last time this happened, like the last time this happened, this crazy shit's already happened to this lady. <laughs> she said, the last time this happened, uh, the bird was pecking the life out of me and I've still got the scars on the back of my hands. I need you to help me. I'm thinking like, Jesus, if it was just helping this lady for no good reason, I'm, I'm you know, that altruistic side of me, uh, that ain't happening probably. I'm, I'm, you know, that's not my circus, not my monkeys, but I cared about the bird. And um, I thought, right, I'm going to have to help get this hook out of the bird the poor thing uh so I, I go over and she's like hold the bird as if i know what to do and like she said she'll get the hook out my move was to take my jacket off and put it over the bird and you know kind of move part out of the way so she could get at the wing it worked pretty damn well to be honest better than i expected i mean that bird was freaking out wah, 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 and i'm holding it down and there's just this like drama at this stage <laughs> and i'm feeling bad for the bird kind of pissed off at the lady um, and then she is kind of fucking around with this hook for probably what was close to a minute. I don't know because like the sense of time and those like sympathetic fight or flight type stressy moments. Time is weird in those situations. But it was it felt like so long. It felt like so long she was messing around with this hook. And then the birds like must have just gone into this free state because it's just like meh. And basically not like putting up a fight anymore <laughs> and she's digging around with this hook and like hang on let me get my pliers and like jesus this is turning into some like horror movie <laughs> eventually anyway she gets the pliers rips the hook out of the bird i guess it was kind of hard to see what was going on and this got my I'm, apologies in advance this actually story is heavier than i thought whenever i started telling it <laughs> but, uh, this poor bird okay great hooks out of it take the coat off and expect it to fly away and like oh it just was not in a great way it was like flapping around and like kind of getting away from the lady like down the pier like flapping like, meh, 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 like just making its way down using its wings so yeah i don't really know what was going on with it at this stage i'm kind of in shock to be honest holly comes over and you know stands with me we're watching this bird flap its way down the pier this old lady chasing down after it which uh, i did not mention like had left her music uh, still playing there which was like some like really intense heavy metal music coming out of like a phone speaker so it was all tinny and like duh, 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 duh. and this bird like wah, wah, and this lady like oh shut up bird <laughs> me like why is this my life <laughs> eventually we just watched at a distance while this bird made its way all the way down to the end of the pier see this uh, old lady catch the bird and she kind of goes over to like two other fishermen and I'm thinking like, okay, cool. Like between them, they'll figure out what to do if it's like phone the RSPB or something. Uh, only to watch this old lady just fuck the bird back into the water, drop, you know, throw it back 12 foot down, <laughs> drop, splash. I'm thinking that thing is just going to drown for sure. Um, at the distance we were at, it looked like it was moving in the water, like getting away or doing something and at this point in the story i'm just choosing to believe like okay cool the bird freaked out it got back into the water it chilled out flew away and it's going to live the rest of a full and happy life 
and maybe tell the other birds this story and you know they're not going to believe it like some weird alien abduction thing you know like it's going to go to its bird friends like you're not going to believe me man i got pulled out of the out of the sea there was this beam and <laughs> these weird creatures with like long arms and legs held me down and probed me with this metal hook <laughs> like all his bird buddies are like yeah sure sure thing buddy uh, but you know at least it goes on to live a happy life and sure it might have this crazy story but uh i'm choosing to believe that it, it can still live a full and happy life <laughs> on the other side of that so be aware whenever you start walking down the meditative path that um you might end up pulling a fish hook out of a bird <laughs> on that note i think that i'm going to start to wrap up this podcast and uh yeah let you guys know that if you're listening to this up to date like at the time that's recorded i'm currently planning on doing a halloween dash and splash special so this is only really relevant to local folks and this is being recorded on the sunday before the podcast drops on monday morning Today I was down on the coast with some of the Dash and Splash crew. So a big shout out to David who is going to be posting regular swim times on Sundays going forward to keep that Dash and Splash uh, community together on a Sunday. And you know we had a little bit of a talk about it and see who'd be up for like a Halloween Dash and Splash. We've done it the last three years. People getting... Uh, out along the coast for a run and then into the sea in their Halloween costumes, which is just hilarious crack. And, you know, I'd thought about it before now, this, like, Halloween actually falls on the Sunday, which kind of made me feel like, oh, kind of should do this, but also have been stepping away from, like, the group activity work. And, you know, having talked about it today, I feel like, okay, cool, I can do this. It's no, like, big fuss. We'll just keep it super loose. Um, it's going to be at 9am on Halloween, so the 31st, and it's going to be up to any individual who wants to organise their own run beforehand, just to be back on the beach for 9am to get into the water, and we'll get some funny pictures of people in their Halloween costumes in the sea, it'll be great crack, bring some warm drinks, and uh, yeah, I'm going to put out a post online from some of the hilarious pictures from previous years <laughs> so uh, yeah come on down on the 31st for uh the first kind of like dash and splash type event in quite a while i was actually hoping to bring those type of event events back for christmas we'll do like a santa splash thing but uh this seems to be what life wants to happen in this moment and there's an interesting observation in it for me as well that um you know, I really like this idea. Uh, I think this is like a like a Buddhist saying. Um, before enlightenment, chop wood and carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood and carry water. <laughs> so, you know, like I'd been, you know, doing these big group events and kind of got to an extent like kind of lost in that and like workshops and promoting all this stuff on social media and feeling like a bit burnt out and not good and uh, had to take a step back and over the last year and a half to two years do a lot of like therapeutic work and internal practices to really understand myself better and having like felt better than maybe I ever have and with a deeper knowledge of who I really am it feels like it's kind of time to come back and chop wood and carry water <laughs> you know <laughs> bit of a stretch to say enlightenment to be fair like I did not feel awesome about that seagull it wasn't even a seagull some sort of seabird drama <laughs> so uh, not making that claim just that's that's the saying but uh, you know come back and do the thing from a different place and that's already happening, you know, like I've come back to, to do the whole social media thing and sharing and it's coming from a different place than it was in the past. In the past, it was like, look at this cool stuff, but also sign up to a workshop, why don't you? <laughs> now it's just like, look at this cool stuff and this is something I have to share. Um, 
And I feel like this group stuff, you know, the Halloween Dash and Splash and any other Dash and Splash events like Christmas and St. Paddy's Day and whatever else in the future. Um, yeah, it can be chilled and like not this like big thing for me to organize and it'll kind of take care of itself. Similar as well to this feeling like I've been feeling I might actually do a couple of Wim Hof Method workshops in the near future as well. I should be doing one of those, a specific Wim Hof thing for uh, business in Belfast soon, which I don't normally do a specific Wim Hof thing for uh, like corporates, but because I'm doing that and I'm going to have to like set up the logistics for it, I'm feeling like, you know what, I'm very regularly getting like messages from people who said, oh, when are you doing the Wim Hof workshops again? I really want to like do the ice bath and, you know, because I'm... Um, you know, I'm still a big advocate of the Wim Hof method, been an awesome thing in my life, but my, my focus has been um, in other places more recently, uh, that it just didn't feel like the right thing at the time to be like doing regular Wim Hof workshops, but, you know, back to <laughs> chop wood and carry water, like maybe I come back to, to do these Wim Hof workshops, but from a very different place. The thought of going into it now would be so more chill than I used, like I used to be like I got, I was went through a process with doing those workshops, you know. Initially, it's like laughable to think of the first workshops that I did. They were good quality, but I like had to stress the shit out of myself to to make them good quality. I like had to really plan and try and contrive everything to like. Okay, it's like ninety minutes for the talk and the breath work, and then we all get down to the ice bath, and that takes this time, and da 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 da, and it never worked out like that. <laughs> it was only the process of going through that again and again and again of like okay really plan this thing doesn't go to plan but even better than planned that eventually I kind of got to like oh you know what yeah I know what to say we'll do these certain things in a vague order and it'll be awesome and uh and was pretty chilled by the end of doing those Wim Hof workshops but I feel like it'll be on a whole other level like I'll be going in there very relaxed and excited and like it'll be even more fun not that it wasn't fun in the past but um i think i would really enjoy it so that's on the horizon so if you're up for doing a, a wim hof workshop with me uh doing the group breathing which is is awesome and bear in mind also with like a certified instructor i know there's a bunch of like people even locally teaching the wim hof method breathing and getting people into the cold water who are not wim hof method instructors which you know, in the past, I probably would have been all butthurt about and like, hey, you're doing my thing. But let's be honest, like I wasn't teaching the Wim Hof method, even if like I'm the only instructor about. Um, so, you know what, like if it was down to Wim, he would just be like, yeah, cool. You know, that's <laughs> getting the method out there that you weren't sharing anyway. Uh, so if you actually want to learn it from an instructor um, who knows the science inside and out and has done all the training and spent all the time with Wim and knows, yeah, um has a lot of experience in teaching it to big groups and small groups and uh over yeah many years those workshops are coming up soon so probably better to let me know that you want in drop me a message or an email and i'll add your name to a list and even if you have got in touch in the past and said let me know just do that again if you're listening to the podcast and i'll, I'll reach out to you probably want to keep it to smaller groups anyway just because i enjoy that and uh yeah i'll keep y'all posted in future episodes of the podcast how that starts to come together through this process of coming back to chopping wood and carrying water <laughs> this does also lead me to say that like the book is kind of really on the back burner once again i completely trust that that is what needs to be the case right now like my ego small self just really wanted the book out you know almost a year ago and many times in between and still is present like oh just get the book out for christmas you could still do it realistically if i'm doing all these other things including the podcast and sharing regularly on social media doing these workshops private and public and yeah realistically the, the book isn't going to be out for christmas I'm considering setting a date for like well into spring and 
you know, setting a hard deadline where people can pre-order and then like create this thing where, okay, I have to do this now to, to meet these pre-orders. But I, I'm not sure in this moment if that's the right thing for me. And that's coming back to like trying to contrive life too much where I'm very much in the moment trying to let life lead the way. <laughs> so I'll keep you posted in future episodes of the podcast and given that the book may not be out for a little while and you're going to get my sharing in this form instead of written form uh, the best way to encourage and support that is over on causewayliving.com slash podcast and over on that website there's many ways to do it you can like send a message back through the contact form on there with any feedback so like i said at the start of the episode let me know how the audio is is it better this week with the new setup um how do you feel this episode went in general still i'm only four episodes into this so this is very new to me and anything else that you might want to share suggestions that might be good i had a couple of good suggestions in the past week which um i haven't chosen to integrate into this episode somebody johnny big up johnny um, got in touch to say um you know maybe like a little bit of down regulation at the end those are my words uh, at the end of the podcast because i'm getting into some like heavy deep stuff earlier on and like i kind of don't want to be leaving anyone like shell shocked at the end of it <laughs> like oh my god that seagull thing's gonna keep me up at night and maybe i give you a nice little breathing practice at the end to like chill but uh yeah, I don't know. Let me know if that sounds like a good idea. A little like a little light story at the end, maybe a little bit of breath work at the end or something. I don't know. We'll see if there's enough people who are clamoring for that kind of thing at the end of the podcast. Like, do let me know. And uh, also on that part of the website, you can support not just by leaving a message, but by putting in a donation. So there's space for like a little single donation if you want to be just like awesome job Scott really enjoyed that just keep doing your thing but more helpful is the option for recurring donations so if you in the first four episodes of this realize like oh this is one entertaining and two I'm actually learning something from it what you're learning from it you know it's going to be up to each individual to, to take something very different from it um but you know like i already know like people have, have been in touch and said like oh i really appreciate you shared this thing because i'm going through something similar and like oh you mentioned this therapeutic practice and i've looked into that and this is helpful so if you are getting something from it like probably the biggest way that you can help me out is by um using one of the options there there's like a few different options different like levels of you know depending on what you feel willing to contribute towards the podcast and yeah i can keep adding to the improved audio setup get the quality of this thing even better set myself up to do interview type podcasts and i actually don't 100 percent know where that's going to fit in because it feels like this podcast from week to week is just going to be <laughs> the weird experiences from my life and what i learn in between but uh yeah i feel like i know so many awesome interesting people that i could have on here and we'd have a great chat that um maybe maybe there's more than weekly episodes and maybe you just get the occasional uh, interview as well but in order for that to be an option you know like uh, it needs your support so if you potentially want that and knowing that I have a very diverse and very interesting friend group of awesome people who you'll see probably pop up on my social media from time to time. Um, yeah, support the podcast. Uh, I can get those interviews happening and let's just see how this thing unfolds together. Like I said in previous episodes of the podcast, I'd really enjoy this to be like a collaborative process between myself and where I want to go with it and my own self-expression, but also with you, the early adopter, the OG Causeway Living podcast hipster who can be like, yeah, I shaped this thing, I'm made, I'm part of what made this thing what it is, like a couple of years down the line when it's the new Joe Rogan experience or Tim Ferriss podcast or something, <laughs> which to be fair, I mean... Well, who knows? Maybe that's, maybe, let's stay open to that idea. But I feel like this is quite niche and uh, <laughs> uh, unusual. So uh, 
yeah we'll see we'll see how life unfolds for me for you for the podcast in the coming weeks and my invitation at the end of this podcast because I do want to finish up each podcast with a bit of a, an invitation for the week ahead. And last week I asked you to look into, you know, where are you operating from a, a place of fear and, and how can you perhaps move into a place of faith and run that experiment in your life and see how things unfold as a result. My invitation this week would be to check out the Waking Up app. One thing that you can do is Google search waking up app for free and there's an option there that you can apply if you're having a hard time financially at the moment to get the app for a year for free and I strongly advise if you can afford the podcast like please do pay for it because it's the only way that good things like this like the waking up app or you know even like this podcast happens like you know do contribute if you can whether that's the waking up podcast or the waking up app or or this uh podcast but you know if you can't afford it like there should be no financial barrier to this kind of stuff and it's cool to see on sam harris's waking up app that there's not so you know you have kind of no uh no excuse not to go and download sam harris's waking up app check it out like just do the introduction course it's so good it's really good and turn on the moments function that i was telling you about with like the little daily uh one minute videos and a little interesting thing that'll pop up on the lock screen on your phone and yeah see how a week's worth of meditation <laughs> causes uh potentially some weird life circumstances if it does please share the story with me which again you can do that on causewayliving.com slash podcast and again in the future like as if people do donate to the podcast and there's like an actual little budget to to produce this thing rather than it just be like hit record and then stop record and just put out the thing if i can have like someone produce it it'd be really cool to have people who are donating able to send in a little audio clip and you know if i'm given an invitation at the end of the podcast like how about try this thing and let me know what happens you know you could send in an audio clip and i'll stitch that into the podcast or have a producer do that and yeah again it's just one of the ways that this could grow and evolve but we can only do that if we're doing it together so one just let me know if that's something you think would be cool and two do support the podcast if that's something that you would like to see in the future so on that note enjoy your week of meditation with sam harris brilliant app and uh, stay posted for next week's episode which i'd love to be able to say to you will be on this subject but uh as it stands at the minute i'm just leaning in to seeing what happens and i'm just going to share <laughs> what comes up in the coming week um until then guys i hope you have an awesome week much love peace out and i will speak to you guys real soon